In the Money podcast for Saturday, July 16th at Saratoga, their opening weekend. And we'll take a look at Saturday's late pick four, which has two graded stakes in it. I'm Tom Leach, along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. We'll start with the grade one, Jim. It's the eighth race. Phillies and Mayors forward up in the grade one, Diana, on the turf at a mile and an eighth. And four of the six from the Chad Brown barn in here. Uh, so odds are he's going to win it, but... Maybe not. We'll see. Who do you like? Uh, yeah, I think you can toss the other two. I think Chad's got them all over a barrel here. I, I'm, I, I'm surprised this horse came, this race came up so light. We made it the pick of the week and only got six entries. But, you know, it's a, kind of a fascinating race. I mean, Chad has four of them, and three of them are owned by Peter Brandt. So um, it's kind of, a, kind of amazing that they run against each other, but I guess a great one thing split up the prize money. I like Bleecker Street here. Uh, you know, I, I kind of played against him, against her last time out, and uh, I think I liked another Chad Brown in New York. And she wanted a mile and a quarter. She's wanted a mile and eight. Matter of fact, she's seven for seven in her career. And she just seems to be a little bit better than these other fillies of Chad's that are in here. Now, Rougier is disappointed in the New York as a went off at three to five. And uh, in the Bogey, won at three to five. So... But Bleecker Street beat her straight up in the New York. I don't see any reason why she can't come back and do that again. So I'm going to take Bleecker Street here, and I get the pick four. That's going to be my single. I'm going to try to beat her with creative flair. And on the Godolphin, Charlie Appleby angle, 8-1 to one on the morning line, that's, that's attractive. This horse uh, ran her 22 debut overseas and got her best time form number, a 108. She ran well at Saratoga last summer. And they had to know who was pointing to this race. So the fact that they bring her back into this spot suggests to me that uh, they believe she has moved forward. She ran solid efforts against good competition last fall. Uh, so I'm going to give Creative Flair a shot for the upset over Blinker Street. Uh, Rogier, for Rogier, the only case I could make for a turnaround is shortening up. If she didn't like the mile and a quarter, maybe it's better to mile and an eighth. Uh, so I'll have her on a pick four ticket just for that reason. Um, if I went deeper, it'd be technical analysis, but I think she's really more grade two than grade one. So um, I'm going to try to beat Bleecker Street with creative flair. The 10th race is the grade three Sanford for two-year-olds. They'll go six furlongs, and uh, not a lot of two-year-olds have, have gone six furlongs yet, so that's always a little interesting dynamic here. I ended up taking a, uh, trying to get a little bit of a price here with Major Dude. It's the other Pletcher. I think Forte is going to be the favorite off that big win at Belmont. But this horse uh, won at Monmouth, and I've seen over the years Pletcher, especially for, for whatever reason, early in the Saratoga meet, he'll ship in a, a horse that won at Monmouth, maybe didn't have a big number, but uh, comes back and, and runs much better next out. And I'm going to bet Major Dude does that. Uh, the Bolt Dioro offspring have been firing this spring, his first group. This horse I thought was just real professional in his debut. So I'm going to take Major Dude over Forte. Uh, there are some others you could certainly expand the pick four with. Curly Jack was impressive, winning it, maiden at Churchill. Uh, Mo Strike was a first out winner for Brad Cox. Adiamo at Firenze. Uh, wondering if that one maybe was boosted, looking at the pedigree, boosted by the mud last time, and maybe isn't as, as good as that looked. So... I'm probably going to just stick with the Pletchers when I do a pick four, but I took Major Dude in here. How about you? I did not use Major Dude. I used a lot of horses. Um, I thought my top pick was probably um, 
Forte, the other Fletcher that you mentioned. I, I mean, this horse won by seven and three quarters, and the, the running line says eased up in a five furlong race and ran 58 and one at Belmont. Uh, seems to check all the boxes. Now, he was not as expensive a purchase as Major Dude was for $550,000. But uh, just off, based off the first race, I can't take Major Dude. Maybe he moves up off that Monmouth race. But I, I'm going to use Forte as my top pick. But I'm going to use Curly Jack for Tom Amos. Going to use Mo Strike. I thought that was a pretty impressive debut for Brad Cox coming out of the 10-hole. And uh, Giroux got him up in the race right away. I mean, he, he got there just a, a was leaped out, first call and won by three quarters, uh, and, and he was 5-2 to two that day, so it wasn't a secret, and uh, I think he could move forward off that one. Andiamo of Firenze is a half-brother to Firenze Fire, who won almost $3 million, uh, and Kelly Breen's really high on this horse. And I'm also going to use Rudy Rodriguez's horse on the outside, Valenzan Day, couple reasons. Joel Rosario is one, but the other one is is that they jumped him in. He's, he's had two races. And his second race was a uh, listed stakes race at Belmont at five and a half furlongs. And he didn't disgrace himself. He got beat three and a quarter. And uh, so he's got a little more experience than all these other horses coming off their maiden win. So uh, coming from a stakes to a stakes is a big deal. So I'm going to throw the 12 in there as well. So I'm going to go deep when we get to pick four. Let's talk about the other two races that are in this late pick four. The ninth is an allowance optional claimer for three-year-olds. They'll go a mile and an eighth on the turf. Uh, where did you land here? Well, as you can tell, I didn't have really strong opinions on these two races because I needed a single in the first race so I can afford to go deep. The top two horses here in the uh, allowance race, the ninth race, to me are a credit event for Chad Brown and Fort Ticonderoga for Suge McGahee. Fort Ticonderoga got rained off the turf first time out, but then when he hit the turf at Belmont, uh, won like a good thing and with an 87 buyer. So I think those two things. Two are tops here, but I'm going to go a little bit deeper, trying to catch a price. Going to use Setting of the Wise, the uh, the entry. Set, setting of the Wise is the one, and um, uh, the one A is Dripping Gold for Sid McGahee. So Setting of the Wise uh, ran behind Stitch last time out. Stitch came right back and won uh, off that race at Indiana, a $150,000 stakes race. So Setting of the Wise is dropping in class. Gets uh, less Cano, so I think. Uh, He's got a shot in here. I think uh, Daunt, uh, the 10 horse, coming out of the Nine Ridge. Again, the horse racing in a stakes race, dropping back to an allowance optional claimer. and only got beat two and a half in the Nine Ridge at 30 to 1. So I'm going to use those horses, probably go five deep when we get to big four. I took a credit event on top in here, just on the Chad Brown, I read Ortiz angle. Didn't really have a strong opinion. Um, I've got to use Fort Ticonderoga uh, for the reasons you mentioned. Uh, Setting a wise, I thought it was a real intriguing shipper in here. Uh, third in a, in a stakes race, and that looked like it was a pretty good uh, race there last time uh, in terms of the quality of the field. And um, uh, This uh, shipper for Barkley could, uh, could surprise him in here. Uh, and Summer Anthem makes the second start for Maker, so could improve on that angle. The four analogy, if I like credit event, analogy finished right with him last time, so I feel like I've got to use analogy if I use credit event. So I'm going to go deep uh, when we get to the uh, pick four, but I don't really have a strong opinion clearly. Same for the 11th race. I took a shot with the – it's a non-winners of two lifetime, 35K claimer for three and up. I took a shot with the six, Bella Conchita. Uh, horses dropping in class for Sharita Vo. I had some nice works at the Churchill Downs training track. And I just thought this was a spot where this horse could, could jump up and win. 
the four Diva Ready, Jonathan Thomas, the one of the more lightly raced horses in the group, so still should have a good bit of upsize, upside. Princess Blakely for Chad Brown. Uh, Clarabelle also I'm going to use. Third off the break for um, Maker, and this horse had some trouble last time. And I thought the the first race off the break was against open claimers, not you know, no restrictions, and horse had a, a decent number. And if not for the trouble, let's say that horse had got a clean trip and improved second start, I think we'd be taking a stronger look at Clarabelle. Instead, maybe the form's disguised a little bit and you get a big price. So I definitely want to have that one on my ticket as well going into the last leg of the pick four if I'm still alive. So I'm going to use those four. Um, how do you see the 11th? What do you mean if you're still alive? When you're still alive? Um, I like the way you think. Uh, Bella Cantita, uh, as we're recording this, uh, Cherie DeVoe just won with her first starter in Saratoga, so she's one for one. And uh, Bella Cantita, although she raced a lot, she had got 11 races, been right there. She's very consistent with her buyers, took her a long time to break her maiden, and they threw her into an allowance race at a mile and a half at Kingman, just didn't fit very well and, and had a little bit of trouble. So I think bringing her back in a in a more reasonable spot here for 35000 That's what they gave for her, and then the purse is nice. So I think she's got a big shot. Princess Blakely that you mentioned. Uh, the only horse that you didn't mention that I like uh, is Freedom Machine, and that's uh, a big drop in class from Allowance Company at Belmont back to $35,000 claiming. And the horse has been out 19 times, only run once. But uh, Jose Ortiz rides for Schottsburg, so got to give the horse a shot in here. It's not a very strong field. So we're using Chad Brown's horse, the nine Princess Brakely, and uh, Diva Ready Noble Enterprise. So, uh, again, going deep with my single in the first leg with pick four. What's your pick four ticket look like? All right. Very simple. I'm singling the three in the Diana, then going one, two, six, nine, ten, with four, five, six, nine, twelve, with three, four, six, nine, ten. So I got a five by five by five after that single. For $62.50. I ended up with a $60 ticket, two, three, four to start, then one, four, five, six, nine. I'm going narrow in the Sanford with the two Pletchers, two and four to keep the ticket manageable, and then four, five, six, nine in the last leg. So three by five by two by four, $60 ticket for me. So different structure, right about the same price range for our two tickets. A great uh, time of year with Saratoga starting. Del Mar gets going soon. Uh, other great racing around the country this weekend. And got uh, the Open Championship over in uh, Great Britain. So lots to uh, keep you entertained. Just make sure you got money in that Keeneland Select account so you can play the races while you're uh, watching golf or baseball or racing. Best of luck. For Jim Goodman, I'm Tom Leach. That's the End the Money podcast for KeelanSelect.com.